It has been one of those days. Just a bit irritating today. I uh, was supposed to be going out to a thing at a meeting. I had a job, I had a, a work-related meeting. And uh, it, was, it was at a place, a place I've not been to in over 10 years. It's a bit further out from where I am. I basically live in what uh, people outside, well, people in North America would describe as the burbs. Pretty much. Not quite, but enough. <laughs> um, my parents live in the proper burbs, like it is it's proper suburban. Um, but yeah, anyway. And so I don't get to this part of, of, of my city very often. And with good reason. Um, there's this whole like innovation park place, which I think I, I think I thought was my jam back in like 2011 when I thought my thing was that I was. So throughout my life, I've been like, okay, my thing is this, right? My my, uh, surely my thing is this. You know, this 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 is going to be the thing. It's the tech startup, or it's the podcaster, or it's when I was younger, it was radio DJ. Um, yeah, and I think I think sometimes I maybe go back and forth between them. Um, for a li- for 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 a very short period, it's like I'm going to be a children's author. Not that I don't. Not that it's like fleeting. You know, I give these things a go, um, and then I just have you know big what if moments. But my, my big what-if moment at the time was, what if I had this great idea for, for an app? And I think I was big into that whole thing of trying to replicate the sort of conditions for a, for a silicon something, you know, a silicon valley or a, in London, we have, there's the silicon roundabout. And in here in Birmingham, they tried to make silicon canal a thing. Uh, no one really took it seriously because no one takes very many things in, in my city of Birmingham seriously, except lately, I think what's been very pleasant is that the Commonwealth Games have shone a light on Birmingham and it's made people go, oh, all right, yeah, all right then, not, not as bad as I thought. Birmingham, it's not as bad as you thought. Um, I could, I, there you go, I could, I could quite happily uh, come to Birmingham no, really, it's okay now. Um, but yeah, uh, so this is like 11 years ago I was at this place. I, I may have talked about it. It was a business incubator and it wasn't very good. And uh, so I was there or a little bit further on from there today and I walked into into the building that I, I used to go into and it was, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, or I think slightly new on the inside, but all the same on the outside. Um, and I, I ended up finding this place, and I was there within, you know, with, with like 15, 20 minutes to spare, which is how I like it, uh, which meant, you know, setting off an hour and a half before I needed to actually get where I needed to go. But these are the things that we do, right? When you don't drive. And uh, I, so I got to the place, and I sat down, and... Um, the reception. So I, I went to the building that I recognised and I'd been into before. First off, and said to the uh, receptionist, "I'm looking for this place." And he's like, "Yeah, it's a couple of doors down, whatever." 
but I'll tell the person you're looking for that you're coming because it's all connected. So they were able to, you know, ring ahead. So oh, no worries, I'm I'm pretty early. So I toddle off down there, and uh, at this point, it gets to about ten to quarter to ten to, um, and uh, I get a text from. Only in fact, I send a text saying to this person, "I'm here." Oh, I think I'm here, um, and I'm in the reception area. And then I get a text back a few minutes later that's basically like the lamest, quickest brush-off apology. It was basically something, something. And so the the, the there is the word there is a word here which is not triggering, but like you're going to hear it and you're going to be like that changes everything. And I'm not sure if it does. Um. But it was like, oh, sorry, calendar, screw up. A bereavement has changed things. And it's like, okay, well, I'm really sorry about that. That's that's a, that's not a nice thing to have to deal with. Um, but a bereavement isn't sudden. Otherwise, it would be, you know, we would use a different word, right? And so all I'm, you know, all I'm saying is, Maybe, maybe, maybe just check your your diary. Maybe have a diary. Put meetings in because that's the thing. It's like if you forgot, then that means you didn't put me the meeting in your diary, which means you know it wasn't necessarily that important to you, um, or or whatever, right? You know, you put meetings in your diary, especially if you're like, come here. If you're saying come to this place, come to where I work, um slap the food out of your mouth. <laughs> Do you go down to where I work and slap the... Yeah. Um, I, I kind of think you go... You you put that on your calendar, right? And then you... When, 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 when your day is going south and when stuff's tricky, you have a sense in your head of... Do I have other commitments? Am I a professional? And that's kind of what it comes down to is just being unprofessional. And I think it was it was such a um and I, I sort of a replied saying, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to reschedule? You don't have to give me well, I'm not asking you for a time now, but do you want to reschedule? And I never got a reply. And so I'm just like Yeah. I don't I don't think I shall be working with this person. Um because uh yeah, like when stuff happens you, you know, tri- tricky things happen all the time. We're and we're, we're all trying to navigate stuff, but there's just you know, when someone's gone out their way, I think I think you owe someone a bit more of an apology than, sorry mate, like it, it, you know, a bit of a follow up text later or or an email or a or a something to say. You know what? I am. I am sorry about that. I know I. I done screwed up. I know you don't live anywhere near here, um, and I know it's a trek to get out. And I know I asked you to invited you to come. Uh, all these different things, and it's like you don't have to grovel. But meh. So that was that was that was irritating. So that and it's just like because it's three hours, three and a half hours, or whatever it is. Yeah, no, it's a solid three hours uh, out out of my day, just in like transit. I mean, I, I was there for 20 minutes. I waited uh, because it's like it wasn't even clear if like he was maybe going to send someone else down. Because, you know, it's one of those where I think 
right at that moment, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. You, you never know. This is the thing. You never know what uh, difficulties another person is going through. You never do. There's all sorts of pressures, and, and everybody deals with things differently. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, every now and again, you just go. The 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 courteous. I don't know. I, I, that word feels a bit judgmental. Um, professional is not quite the word I mean either. But there is a word somewhere in there of like the stand-up thing to do. You know what I mean? Does that like there's a there's a there's a there's a sort of integral way of being able to to deal even when you have done messed right up because the reason i mentioned going into uh, to the other building and the receptionist is because as i walk back and i don't know if this is just the receptionist being super kind or if i caught him on a walk somewhere or a fag break or something i don't know but as i'm walking back he collars me he's come outside the building and he collars me and he says yeah i i rang this i rang the guy and he's not there buddy like, yeah no i know um and he didn't sound like he had a very good reason for this guy not being there. So it's, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tricky, right? Because I know stuff comes up. I do. And I've definitely messed up. Um, I've forgotten. I don't know if I've ever forgotten. Oh, yeah, no, one, one time, one time I definitely did forget that a meeting was taking place, but I was going to the meeting it wasn't a meeting that was taking place here, uh, you know, where I worked. At least I don't think so. But I know that's happened on a personal level as well, where my parents came round for a thing. This was the beginning of last year. They came round for, I can't remember what it was, a uh, bit, of, bit of help with some DIY stuff. And I had completely blanked it and I hadn't put it on my calendar. And they opened the door and I just looked at them with this because I, I was having a day. I was having a week, really. And they just looked at me. And I looked at them with this just like total loss of like, I don't know. I don't know why it's, you two are on my doorstep. I don't, uh, you know, so yeah, it absolutely happens. And and I think grace is possibly a word there that, that comes up like being, being, you know, stand up or, or integral, but it's how you deal with these things with grace. I think that's, that's a big, it's because it's not the screw up, is it? It's not the, it's not the, the missed event or the missed meeting or the or, or the you know all those things it's the grace with which you handle it and when you can't handle things with grace which does happen then being able to cop to that and saying i didn't handle that as well as i would have liked i'm sorry and then it comes back to being a you know acting with integrity which turns out is an important thing for me <laughs> so this is the lighthouse and um this is this is still this is day two of being completely live on the internet and and no one knowing about it, which is fine because I've done nothing to um, to uh, make that um, to make that happen. Um, as in, I, I've done nothing to like tell people about it. I don't know what to do yet, but it's just nice getting into the vibe because one of the things that this enables me to do is think quite clearly about having a time. Not a time frame, but not having a do-over. You know, if I'm going to be here every day, not that I've really edited uh, anything, but like there is an, a mindset about let's keep the train moving for half an hour and let's do, you know, let's do some, let's spend some nice time together. And, and that is very much the object here 
is for us to spend a bit of time together. So I'm going to kick this cat. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Don't look at me like you're surprised. I didn't kick him, of course I didn't. I was nowhere near him. Uh, I just had a word because he he does he he attacks my carpet and only I'm allowed to to attack my carpet as I did this morning with an iron. I dropped an iron on my carpet and I was briefly sad and then I reminded myself that accidents happen and I uh, and I and I got on with my day because I felt the carpet and I couldn't I couldn't see what had happened but I could felt I could feel the burnt the burntness. <laughs> Because uh, the first thing happens, you know, I, I picked it up, and then I, I felt like a sense of suction as the as I lifted the um, the iron from uh, from the carpet. It's quite a deep carpet, you know, deep shag. And as I felt the, um, yeah, as I felt the iron pull up, I was like, oh, there's a bit of there's a bit too much friction there. That ain't gonna be good. And then I put my hand down. It's like, yeah, that's burnt. Um, but then I reminded myself that accidents happen and I wasn't, you know, I don't have overly clumsy moments like that. So yes, no, I was, um, I was just telling my cat to, uh, to just, you know, to just chill. He's a very, very good boy though. So this is the lighthouse as, as I did say, and, uh, we're here for, uh, the next, well, 20 some odd minutes. Actually, less than that now. Um, 16 and a half minutes, if, if you please. Um, not that I'm counting. To uh, to just spend some time together. That's that's it. Um, I'm getting to the point because I'm acting a little bit a little bit more purposefully as we as we've talked about yesterday. At some point, I'd like to bring more people on board, and if you'd like to help with that, um, then uh, I would appreciate it. So. We're going to check in in a minute, and I'm going to tell you about the day. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll do it in the other way, the other way around. Because um, yes, the 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 plan is that in order to so that I don't lapse into just wittering on about my own nonsense, that every day is going to be uh, a different a different uh, theme. And today is sort of. It's Wellness Wednesday, which means it's news about things that make us feel well or things that are wellness-based uh, and they're actually good as opposed to, like, you know, stuff you buy from Goop. I mean, actual proper wellness and uh, good news. So it's well-being. Well-being Wednesday is probably, uh, probably a, better, uh, a better theme name than wellness, I think. Well-being Wednesday. So there you go. So that's what we've got today. So with that, I am going to... Uh, channel my friend and our, our friend, because uh, any friend of the lighthouse is a friend of mine. Um, I'm going to channel uh, our friend um, Anya, and we're going to go into a meditation like we did yesterday, just a short one. But I think this time we will do one that is uh, around gratitude. So we'll do that because I've been learning all about gratitude today. So if you'd like to. Uh, if you want to find somewhere safe and comfortable to take a couple of minutes out and uh, get yourself nice and seated or, or lying down, really nice and comfortable and take a few deep breaths in through the nose 
and out through the mouth. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. And if you haven't already, close your eyes and on the next out breath, and then breathe as you normally would. And just take a moment to notice how you feel in your, your chair or your bed, however you're sitting or lying. Notice any sensations of your feet on the floor, your back, the way you're seated or lying, any part of your body that comes in contact with the floor or the wall or a bed or a chair back. Just notice that sensation. And then draw our attention to our own our own inner workings. And I'd like you to try and think of and picture, if it helps, something that you're grateful for from the last, from today, from the last 24 hours. It could be a small thing. It could be a little thing. You know, there are days when it feels very difficult to find something to be grateful for, not because your life is so bereft of good things, but sometimes our negativity biases, again, I know Anya knows all about, can get in the way and stop us seeing some of the other things. But even if those other things don't present themselves well, then I'll help you out if you're stuck for something to be grateful for. I hope that you can be grateful for this time together. Grateful to yourself for taking this time, for making this time for yourself. So just take a, a few more seconds to sit with that gratitude. And it is not at the exclusion of difficulty or other things in your life that don't feel filled with lightness and fun. We're not trying to deny those at all. But it's helpful for us to pick something and just go hold on to that for a moment and say, that thing there, that's good. That's good right there. And if nothing else, then I hope that this time for us together is that thing. Oh. 
I'm grateful to be sat in a warm studio. I'm grateful to have this, what I call my studio, surrounded by things that bring me joy. With one of my cats lying at the door of the studio because he likes to spend time with me. There's a lot in this room to be grateful for. And it's all small things. And with that, let's turn our attention back to our body. Feel the weight of those contact points. Your feet, your sitting bones, maybe the backs of your legs, maybe the your arms on your legs or on your chest or on the arms of a chair. Feel those touch points. And then when you're ready, open your eyes. And welcome back. At this point, wouldn't it be awfully cruel if I played like a really loud, like ad for something? You know? I mean, if we really wanted to abuse our position here, um, I could we could go down into a meditative state and they could tell you <laughs> in my best meditation voice, you know, one thing to be grateful for is the ease, the drag-and-drop tools that are available to us when we can make a website on Squarespace. And I'm grateful for the offer code. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an offer code for Squarespace. <laughs> All right, so today is Wellbeing Wednesday, as I, as I did say. And for this then... We've got some nice bits of sort of well-being related news, the news that can help us be more weller, uh, and some just positive news. So that's what we're going. That's what we're going to talk about today. So first off, then is let's have a look. What should we start with? Uh, smartphones can boost memory skills by freeing up our brains to remember other things. So this is from, this is by Andy Corbley from the Good News Network. Far from being dumb or making us dumb, the use of smartphones can actually boost people's memory skills, according to a new study. Scientists say that rather than making us lazy or forgetful, the digital devices provide a valuable service of storing very important information of a low complexity, which frees up our brains to remember other things. I like that as a, this is my editorialising, I like that as a, like, I'm always happy to hear any sort of counter to the world, you know, the, the standard, the world is going to rot argument, right? We, we know, I'm sure you've already heard the thing about how um, novels and magazines 
and radio and TV and Dungeons and Dragons and whatever else have been decried as some sort of chewing gum for the whatever, the eyes, the brain, the ears. You know, novels were were um, decried as being um, salacious, unimportant, uh, too frivolous, I think. And magazines, I believe, there was a, a, a newspaper article about how magazines have stopped the art of conversation on trains. People aren't having conversations on trains because they're too busy reading books and magazines. Yeah. Um, so I'm always happy to hear stories that sort of want to go against the latest whatever is is ruining our brains thing. And Because I'm a big believer in, like, why remember things that there's no use in, in us remembering? I think... There is, there can be use in remembering certain mathematical things because you might not have right then access to a calculator, or you know what happens if your if you get you know if something happens and and you don't have your phone or your phone's not with you. I think it's useful to be able to remember certain things absolutely, to be able to navigate, to be able to function as a as a human um, without a device, but. There's also like like it says here, you know, information that is not particularly complex. You know, facts. It's it's yeah, it's a good thing. So going back to the article, new oh, oh actually that's not where it's there we go. The University College London team say using a phone as an external memory not only helps people remember what's stored in the phone, it helps them remember unsaved information too. Neuroscientists have previously been warned, sorry, have previously been worried that using too much technology could reduce our brain function and even lead to a form of digital dementia. For the study, the team developed a memory task to be played on a touchscreen digital tablet or computer. The test was taken by 158 people aged 18 to 71. We wanted to explore how storing information in a digital device could influence memory uh, abilities, lead author Dr. Sam Gilbert said. Uh, so participants were shown up to 12 numbered circles on the screen and had to remember to drag some of these to the left and some to the right. The number of circles that were uh, that they remembered to drag to the correct side determined their pay at the end of the experiment. All right, anyway, if you want to know more about that, you'll find that at the Good News Network. Goodnewsnetwork.org is that one. Uh, and the last one I'll do for today, because I was... This had a nice uh, kind of middle finger energy to it that I was very keen to explore, um, which uh, right now is being disruptive and doesn't want to load. I really want to talk about this story, though, because I think it will be very interesting. The problem is um, Reddit is terrible. And and sort of that's that's the end of that, really. Uh, Reddit is terrible. I want to see if I can find this story. Uh, it's a man who built an ISP. Um, because he didn't want to pay Comcast. 
Here we go. Man who built ISP instead of paying Comcast $50,000 expands to hundreds of homes. So it just had that, like I said, it had that sort of um, middle finger energy that is that is very much my speed. So uh, this is from uh, John Brodkin. Uh, and it is, I found it on ArsTechnica.com just now. Jared Mouch, Morch, the Michigan man who built a fiber-to-the-home internet provider because he couldn't get good broadband service from AT&T or Comcast, is expanding with the help of $2.6 million in government money. When he wrote about... Uh, when we wrote about Morch in January 2021, he was providing service to about 30 rural homes, including his own, with his ISP. Sorry. Washtenor Fibre Properties Limited. Washtenor. Washtenor Fibre Properties Limited. Morch now has about 70 customers and will extend his network to nearly 600 more properties with money from the American Rescue Plan's coronavirus state and local fiscal recovery funds, he told ours in a phone interview in mid-July. The US government uh, allocated... Uh, I don't... I want to know... Uh, perhaps then what we need to do is find out... Oh, here we go. The contract between... No, no, I want to find the original story then because if this is a follow-up, I want to know why he built uh, an ISP in his, uh, I guess, in his home. Uh, Jared Morch didn't have good broadband, so he built his own fibre ISP. The old saying, if you want something done right, do it yourself, usually isn't helpful when your problem is not having good internet service. But for one man in rural Michigan named Jared Morch, who happened to be a network architect, the solution to not having good broadband at home was in fact building his own fibre internet service provider. I'm not going to do an accent. I had to start a telephone company to get high-speed internet access to my house, uh, at my house, Morch explained in a recent presentation about his new ISP that serves his home. Morch, a senior network architect at Akamai in his day job, moved into his house in 2002. At this point, he got a T1 line with 1.5 megabits, uh, when 1.5 megabits was, uh, quote, a really great internet connection, he said. As broadband technology advanced, Morch expected that an ISP would eventually wire up his house with cable or fibre. It never happened. He eventually switched to a wireless internet service provider sorry, that delivered I am yawning, I'm sorry, that delivered about fifty megabits per second. Morch at one point contacted Comcast, who told him it would charge fifty thousand dollars to expend uh, to extend its cable network to his house. If they had priced it at $10,000, I would have written them a check, Morch told ours. It was so high at 50000 that it made me consider if this is worthwhile. Why would I pay them to expand their network if I get nothing back out of it? AT&T, the incumbent phone company, finally offered DSL to Morch about five years ago, he said. However, AT&T's ad uh, advertised plans for his neighbourhood topped out at nearly... So he's just not getting fast enough internet. But almost four years ago, Morch started planning to build his own provider that now offers fibre-to-the-home broadband in parts of Skio Township 
and Lima Township. Morch has installed five miles of fibre so far and began hooking up his first customers a few... Like, what I really want to know here is... What's what's he plugging it into? Because I, I like you can you know there's there's got to be a master pipe somewhere. There's got to be a master cable, not a not one mate. I should say main cable, but you know one imagines there would be a few because obviously the ISPs are plugging it into somewhere. Surely, uh, yeah, like. If you're going to be on the internet, you have to still... The internet is not one thing. It is a network of networks, but you've got to be able to, like, jack into that network. So there's got to be, like, a big fat pipe somewhere that you're slurping all that stuff down from. So I've, I, that's what I want to know. And, and sadly, uh, this article does not give me that information. So we will end on, on a note of, of, of mild dissatisfaction... As I, as I bring our proceedings to a close, and thank you for spending this time with me, and I hope that it has been a useful distraction <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and some time that we can, uh, we can spend together. And, you know, probably tomorrow I won't have such a long opening monologue about um, three hours out of my day. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you what tomorrow is because it's nice to keep some mystery in the relationship you know what i mean gotta keep the spark alive somewhere somehow um but it won't feel all that different tomorrow from from, from uh some of the episodes uh, that, uh, that were out last week so it's uh, it's all good all right i am much more yawny than i would care to admit i don't like that um, that's that's like the third time I've yawned on this podcast. It is not. It's it's because I've spent the last few hours in a kind of quite nice, calm, meditative state. I think so. It's not necessarily that I'm uh, bereft of energy, although I think I have been at something of a low ebb this week, just energy wise. Uh, I think I've had it drained from me, but that's okay because it's it is it is a naturally repleting resource uh it is in some in you know in many ways it is regenerative it just sometimes takes a while but it always comes back well why don't we uh let's it's it's our time to to part ways and, and i will thank you again for spending this time with me and as we as we have done now for low these past few weeks let's take ourselves a moment and Perhaps close our eyes, bow our heads in solemn prayer, in solemn, in in reverend appreciation, and I I don't mean appreciation of a reverend. I mean the re- the appreciation has with it reverence. Yeah, um, in in so let's let us take a moment for ourselves, and I will remind you that as long as you can hear me. You exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are safe. And you are welcome.